Hey, Pie Tribe, buckle up for a new episode of the Passive Income Examiner, the number one podcast for budding entrepreneurs and business owners looking to diversify their income with passive strategies. Welcome to season two, focused on building successful online businesses with evergreen marketing solutions. I'm your host, Lindsay Sutherland. Thanks for joining me. Good morning, Pie Tribe, and welcome back to another episode of the Passive Income Examiner. I'm so excited today to bring you a wonderful guest. We have a lot in common, and I'm super excited for her to share her story. This is just really one of those heartwarming, feel-good stories, but that leads into a lot of good information. Um, With us today is Amanda Tento. Amanda, thank you for coming to the show. Thank you for having me, Lindsay. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, it's my pleasure too. So grateful. All right. Well, tell us about yourself. Kind of like, how did you get to where you are in your story? Oh my, that's actually a really long story that I haven't actually shared all of it with you, but um, I have been in many different careers. I've owned a pottery studio. I've been an interior designer. I've been a personal trainer. um, I've been an operations manager at a ministry, so many different things. And The last thing that I did before I started my business was I was managing a credit union. So I was working, I would say like five days a week and then nine to seven. So um, not only did I work nine to seven, I could never leave, um, especially if my assistant manager wasn't there. There was no way that I could even like leave the branch or go anywhere, do anything. I couldn't get off early for my kids' events, Girl Scouts. They couldn't even be in Girl Scouts at that point. So I was like, oh, I don't like this. Then we had two daughters at that point. We got pregnant with our third daughter and we were like, oh, you know, like I really, I was like, I don't want to go back to work because I didn't get that time with either one of the older two when they were babies, you know, like that, that, time that you can't get back. Like you literally can never get that time back. So I was determined to, you know, stay at home, find some way that I could work from home and earn the same income or more that I was earning as a manager at the credit union. And it was a great salary. And, you know, I had benefits and all of those things. So um, that was, you know, kind of giving up a lot, you know, Um, but I did it. I decided like, I'm not coming back after my maternity leave. And my um, supervisor was like, I kind of had a feeling that this was going to happen. <laughs> so um, it's it was kind of funny that, you know, she already had that feeling of like, I really don't want to be there. Um, but um, yeah, so I started out with um, working as a virtual assistant and my first client who I still work for um, asked me, like, what do you want to learn? Like, what, what do you want to be, you know, an expert in? And I was like, SEO. I was like, I have no idea anything about it, but I know, you know, it pays well and it's helping people and it's technical and I love technical things. So um, he ended up paying for a couple classes that I took and, you know, just kind of started that as a catalyst into um, TDM marketing. So now we help Google, uh, you know, businesses with Google um, and Google My Business in particular, which is now called Google Business Profile Manager. But we help them to get more customers on Google. Like it is so important and so easy compared to a lot of the other strategies that are out there. So wow, that's I love every piece of that. I understand and can relate completely to 
wishing you were home with your babies and finding a way to make that happen um, all the way through to, you know, I love how you just kind of went on a wing and a prayer. And as soon as you made that decision to follow your heart, just the answer was provided, you know, here's this person blessing you by giving you opportunity that you didn't have otherwise. And had you never taken that first step, that wouldn't have happened. I see that so often in stories like yours and like mine and others who've taken that leap of faith, you know, it's just such an important piece of that puzzle. Um, so when you talk about Google and Google, my business listings are, is that something that is more specific to brick and mortar businesses? People might be wondering if that's, if there's, if that's something they should consider, if they have a home-based business, maybe that's online. Yes. So as long as you have a local component to your business, you can have a listing. For example, my business is pretty much entirely virtual. Like I don't actually don't even have any clients in Pennsylvania right now, you know, like that's where I'm located and all of my clients are all over the country. However, I can serve like my neighbor next door who owns a security business. I can serve, you have that local ability to, you know, serve clients in your local area, then yes, you can have a listing. Okay, cool. So in other words, if you're a virtual assistant, but you could still help people around you. Then yes. there's no reason. Now, how does it benefit? Like, do you think, I guess in my mind, and I'm, I'm, this is a great conversation because I'm coming from a very novice perspective. I understand Google business listings and I've helped businesses that are brick and mortar to fill them out and to do that. But I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm an expert at it, but I'm, I'm really curious, how does it affect the online business person? So um, is it to say that people in our area would be searching for us and then possibly find us? Is that the benefit of that? That is the benefit. Um, there are also some other strategies that you can use within Google My Business or Google Business Profile Manager, as it's now called. I keep, I always have to like correct myself. So eventually I'm going to get it right. Um, but yes, yeah, so there is an option in the info section to add up to 20 locations. So what I do for a lot of my clients that are national, I do um, a lot of work with coaches. Um, so like business coaches, life coaches, those kind of things. And they will tell me like, okay, my ideal client is in San Diego, in New York, in Washington, D.C. So then what we do is we go in and we pick out the top most affluent zip codes in those areas, and then we put them in there. So then that way, those listings are going to be served in that area as well. Wow, that's great. And I think that's a little tip that not very many people know. So mm -hmm. thank you for sharing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's powerful. Yeah. Um, okay, so beyond Google tell me what it is again, because now I've already, I'm, I'm not down with this new lingo that it's called. Yeah, it's Google business profile manager. Okay. Google business profile manager. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what other benefits are there to business owners to filling this, this profile out? And why do you think more people don't do it? The benefit is definitely that you can even show up on Google. You know, um, it is actually the number one ranking factor out of all of the, the factors on, you know, the internet. And so your website, it's important, but actually Google My Business is more important than your website. And you can actually rank on Google without even having a website by having a Google My Business profile. So it's pretty insane when you think about this is a free tool 
that allows you to input information directly into Google's algorithm and information. So you get that directory listing, you can do, I mean, not directory listing, you get um, the description, you get all of the different posts that you can do. All of those areas are places that you can put keywords in and you're putting them directly into Google's you know, algorithm. So I like to call them a gift from Google. So, um, and if you're not taking advantage of that free gift, then you're definitely missing out on, you know, everything that there is to be had online for sure. Awesome. That's really good to know. And so when you're talking about the Google post for anybody who doesn't know, are you, that's, I know they have a little spot where you can put up like announcements or like what's new with your business or a little picture, almost kind of like a social media feed in a way. Um, but they don't go away. Like they, they're always there. People who come to your Google business listing can, or find you on Google can like peruse through those almost like they almost, uh, I would say like, kind of like an Instagram or a Facebook feed. Yeah, definitely. It is very much like a, an Instagram or Facebook feed. And the great thing about it is they have like call to action buttons as well. So there's six different calls to action. So like book now, um, sign up, learn more, all of those different call to action buttons are there and you can just put any link in there and it'll lead right to whatever call to action or whatever thing that you want to lead those people to that are finding you on there. So awesome. Awesome. I love it. I love how this is such a unique, your business is created around something so unique. I haven't run across anybody else who makes this the primary focus of their business. It's usually like we build websites. Oh, and we'll manage your Google. You know, it's kind Mm -hmm. of the other way around. And so I just think it's so great how you found a niche that's so specific and so important. And yet many people are not doing it. So that's wonderful. Um, okay, well, tell me a little bit more. I mean, on that note, I want to get into, is there anything else that we should cover on that note, I suppose, is my question. I would say, I think the basics of how to claim or create your listing is going to be really important for anyone that's listing listening and they don't actually have a listing yet. So all you're going to do is go to business.google.com and go ahead and put in your business name. And if you have a brick and mortar, there's a pretty high chance that your business will actually already have a listing and you need to claim it. And if you're not a brick and mortar and you put in your name and nothing comes up, then you know, you're know you gonna wanna create a new listing and it'll just walk you through that process. Um, they have become a little bit more strict about the verification process because of obvious spammers and and things like that. I've seen ads on Craigslist, like we'll pay you $5 to claim this business at your home, you know, like, like, it's just crazy that the kind of um, things that are going on out there and it's creating a problem for real business owners, which is, you know, not cool. I don't think, (laughs) but yeah. Yeah. So, um, but they have gotten a little bit more strict about the verification sometimes for um, businesses, they'll require like signage or something like that. And if you're a service-based business and you don't have a location and they require signage, then it's going to be harder for you to get verified. So I just want to bring that up in, in that they're starting to do that and starting to kind of make things a little bit more little bit more um, challenging, a little more hoops to jump through. Okay. Um, on that note, I, ha- I had a question. Hold on now. I'm not, I lost it for a second. I got so yeah. into what you were saying. <laughs> I was thinking about um, 
from a geo perspective, is it inhibiting? Can it inhibit you like on the flip side of it, so to speak? So now that you go in and you say that your location can serve these key areas, right? What if there's somebody searching from another spot? Will you not pop up or will Google actually suppress you? I mean, does that work? Does it work against you at all? Yeah, you're not going to show up in the areas that you're not listed in. And that's why it's really important to identify, you know, your ideal customer. Like any any of us can think about like, where does my favorite customer live? Where does my best customer live? Where does my most profitable customer live? And think about that, create a little bit of a profile in your mind and then say, okay, where do people like them live? And that's where you want to target. Hey, let me ask you something. What if you knew the exact formula for pinpointing a passive product? You had the right steps to create and launch that product, and even more importantly, the perfect recipe to generating sales on autopilot. Well, friends, that is exactly what we're doing in the upcoming eight-week Scale with Passive Income Mastermind. Look, if you've been trying to scale your business, but you're really not sure what steps to take or you feel overwhelmed by your to-do list, and you wanna cut down on the time it takes to figure out how to launch and scale a passive income product, then this mastermind is for you. Not only do you get weekly training, spotlight coaching sessions, tactical bonuses, and my focus strategy on your business, but you also have the opportunity to be a part of an amazingly supportive community with like-minded, driven business owners who, just like you, are on the same kind of journey people to help keep each other accountable, give honest, practical feedback to one another and inspire momentum as you go all the way to level up your business in a big way. I am so excited to announce that this mastermind is accepting applications. In order for me to give you the most of myself and my one-to-one experience in this mastermind, I am keeping registrations limited. So be sure to head over to thepassiveincomeexaminer.com forward slash mastermind to read more about this eight-week program and to register early. Oh, by the way, did I mention the extra bonuses that are a part of this? Not only do you get everything I've already talked about as far as the training, the one-on-one, the camaraderie, but we have a special guest, Emily Tornator, who's going to be helping you one-to-one work on your back office workflow and organization to help you carve out the time you need to be able to complete this project. Listen, friends, the whole purpose of this mastermind is for your success. I have my eyes, my ears, my, all my attention on this so that you get from A to Z. This isn't like other masterminds or group activities where you just follow through a pre-recorded training and you're left to figure it out yourself, maybe with a weekly call or something like that. No, you get one-on-one attention. We'll be having breakout groups, co-working sessions. Friends, the whole purpose, again, like I said, is for you to be successful. So you really have nothing to lose head over to PassiveIncomeExaminer.com forward slash mastermind and discover what's in store for you in this eight-week program. So when we're filling out the um, Google listings and should we be sharing that? Is there any other way to get mileage out of there that you know goes above and beyond just filling it out and claiming it? And then also, what do we do if somebody were to say, go in and try to claim it for us? Have you ever had that happen? 
Yes, that does happen on occasion. And the most important thing, and this is something that a lot of, um, I've found a lot of side hustlers don't do is that whatever their website is, they don't have a domain email. So that's a really important part of um, being able to claim it after someone else has already claimed it um, is to make sure that whatever your website is, you have an email that's like your name at and then like TDM marketing, for example, .com, because Google wants to know that you're the owner of that company and that you can prove it basically. So you can get a listing back, but you just have to be able to prove it. So I always encourage everyone, um, you know, just make sure you can just create a generic web mail and forward it to your Gmail, you know, and then um, set it up so you can send from Gmail as well. And then, you know, you don't have to do anything extra but you still have that ability to claim that listing. Oh, that's important for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, especially for people who might just be getting started. I guess the other question I have is, do you need to have an LLC? Do you, should you be like an established business person or could you just be maybe just getting your start as a VA? Yeah, you can be just getting your start. Google only requires verification for licensing and those kinds of things through the Google Verified program. So they do have a program like for realtors and attorneys and, you know, different like plumbers, electricians, where they actually really want to know that, you know, you have all of your licenses in place and all of those things. So that's a whole nother um, system that they have in place. And it just gives the consumer that's searching for those things, you know, trust and knowing that they don't actually have to go through that process of looking up, like, is this plumber licensed? Is he able to work in my area? Like, does he have any complaints? All of that's already done for you by Google. So awesome. Wow. Okay. That's one, a lot of good information. Yeah. One thing I want to go back to is um, you asked if there's any way to share it and there are ways to share it. So um if you go to your Facebook page, so like, for example, you create a Facebook page, you've created an Instagram page, LinkedIn, Pinterest, all of those pages, they can actually be automatically connected to your Google business listing. However, they all have to have the same name. So for example, if you created a listing that's passive income examiner, you want to make sure that your Facebook page is named the same way, your Instagram page is named the same way, and your LinkedIn and Pinterest are all named the same way. And then eventually Google will figure that out and put those little icons down at the bottom of your Google listing. So oh, nice. once it, yeah, it automatically does that once it figures out that, okay, this is the same business, like it's linking to the same website, all of those like technical signals in the background can help you. So that's a great thing to note. And then in every post, there's a little button at the bottom that says share. So you could actually post these things to Google and then actually share them to your Facebook page, for example, or your Facebook group. And then that way, when people click on them, it's going to give you more traffic to Google and more traffic just gives better signals. Yes. Okay. You mentioned something too about making sure that those posts were, were keyword optimized. Mm -hmm. and, you know, SEO driven. So tell me why is that important? It's really important because Google is a search engine, just like YouTube and Pinterest and, and all of those other, you know, search engines. And you want to think about user intent. So what am I going to search for if I'm looking for how to make passive income online? I'm literally going to like probably make like 
Google how to make passive income, right? Or how to make extra money, something like that. So those are going to be terms that you want to have in your copy of your posts and also in your description. Um, But your posts give you 1500 characters. So it's kind of like a little mini blog post. It's not a lot, but it's enough for you to really express some, you know, what you're doing about your industry, who you serve, where you serve them, all of those things. It's always an opportunity to do that. And every time you do that, you're giving Google even more signals. Wow. So, I mean, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, holy smokes, because I mean, essentially you can have photos on your website, on your Google listing page. You can have posts about you, like miniature blogs. You can have links to your social. I mean, you're right. You almost don't even need a website. It's got everything other than like, well, no, it's got click here to to message me, right? You can like connect with them through Facebook or whatever. Wow. That's pretty awesome. What a great way to get started if you're not ready to build out a website. Yeah. And Google actually already has a messaging system built in. So as long as you have the Google business app installed on your phone, you can receive messages. And they they actually just added a desktop version recently. So they can message you directly from Google. They can ask questions. They can, um, you know, do all kinds of things. I have a a auto repair shop in um, Tacoma that I work with, and they are constantly getting quotes from Google my business, like all the time. They get messages almost every day of people like, okay, how much would it be to have a brake repair on this type of car? And then they just message them back and then they set up the appointment. It's like, wow, you know, it's, it's very, very lucrative if you're able to monitor it and, you know, make it a priority. I think that's the biggest thing. Right. Absolutely. Well, it does take, and one thing I noticed about Google, I noticed this with that log home company I worked with. Cause I was um, updating their posts and I just did it because I thought, well, it's one more way. I didn't know it really what I was doing and the impact it was having, but I was just sticking stuff on there. <laughs> and um, when, you know, it'll tell you, you get an email that says, you know, 200 people have looked at your post. It's time to post again. And I love that because it helps you. I mean, it kind of is exciting. You're like, woohoo, look at this post. It got some good ratings. And then, you know, you get motivated to post another one. <laughs> Yes, definitely. It's so awesome. And it's awesome to see that growth with our clients too, because, you know, they'll say, okay, what's, what's been happening since we started, you know, they get monthly reports, but to see like a report of like, okay, what's, what's going on over the last six months? Like how, like, are we doing any better than we were when we started? And a lot of times those increases are just remarkable to see like, okay, you got a hundred percent more phone calls. You got double the phone calls that you got before, um, that we start, you know, before we started. So I think that's a really, really important thing to note. And the other thing to note is that you don't have to hire someone to do it for you. You can also do it yourself and, you know, just manage that and just work from, you know, whatever you're posting on your other social platforms. Right. So let's talk about the analytics a little bit. Like what kind of things can we see there? So you can see the different kinds of searches. So there's three different kinds of searches that Google tracks. One is called direct searches. So that would be someone literally searching for something like passive income examiner. That would be a direct search for you. An indirect search would be when they're searching for how to make passive income online. And then your, um, you know, listing is displayed. So That is basically a search term for you. Um, And then there's also something called chain searches, which is, it's a little harder to explain, but let's say I'm looking for a plumber 
and there's a plumber that comes up and I'm looking at their listing. And then at the bottom, Google will display like four or five, like maybe I think it's three or four other listings that are similar to that, right? So it's going to be other plumbers that are in my area, basically. Those um, views are considered chain views. So it's just like tied to another person's listing and there's no way to control that or, you know, make yourself show up in there other than, you know, just continue to give those correct signals. Mm -hmm. And then um, you can see how many clicks they got, which is really important. The most important things that you should be tracking are honestly, um, you know, your views, how many times your profile was viewed, and then also how many clicks you got through to your website, how many phone calls you got, how many direction requests you got if you're, you know, a location-based business. So those are the three metrics that are really, really important. And those, you know, tell you if you're getting any customers, if you're growing, you know, month over month, those are the things to look at. Okay. Wonderful. Wow. Well, is there anything else that we've maybe missed or did we cover pretty much everything? There is a lot more. Um, I don't okay. know. I mean, well, I tell me more. There's I, so I don't much. know what to ask because it's so new to me too. Yeah. So I'll let you lead the way if there's anything important that we need to cover. <laughs> yeah, there, there is a lot. And the other thing that's going to be really important coming up this year, and it's getting, they're putting more and more effort into it in time is going to be attributes. So you can actually mark certain things about your business. For example, if you're women-led, if you're Black-owned, they just added Latino-owned. I'm hoping that they're going to add more, you know, more of those. Um, Veteran-led is one that they also have on there. So all of those things can tell a consumer. Like I personally love looking at those because I like to work with businesses, you know, that have those attributes because I like supporting, you know, all, (laughs) you know, different everything, you know? So I think it's really important to um, fill those out. And then you can also mark things like, it's not as important right now as we're recording this, (laughs) but it may be important again in the future. And it was very important for the last two years, your COVID, you know, restrictions or guidelines or practices like, okay, is a, you know, clients required to wear a mask? Am I, you know, the staff is required to wear a mask, temperature checks, all of that is on there. And then you can also do things like public bathroom, you know, things that wouldn't be necessarily relevant for a service-based business. But the one that is really relevant for service-based businesses is online appointment. So if you check that, then it also gives you an additional, um, you know, website link to put in. So you could put that directly to your booking link. Oh, wow. That's great. That is important. And that's true too, for brick and mortars that work off of appointments too. I think, you know, some do. that's pretty wonderful. Uh, Man, I didn't really know there was that much going on with Google. Like it seems, it seems like it's funny because we all use it, right? When we Google something, we all see it, but we aren't even aware of really what we're seeing and how it could benefit us as an online business owner, even a brick and mortar, small business owner, you know? That's yeah. pretty fascinating. I can definitely see why you specialize in it. You've you've definitely done your homework. <laughs> that is for sure. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely love it. I don't think that there's a better tool online because metric wise, social media, 
it doesn't necessarily give you the same performance, especially when people actually use Google to find the things that they they want to buy or that they want to, you know, the services that they want to purchase. They're going to use Google. They're not going to use Facebook or Instagram or anything like that. So Right. So from a coaching perspective, like, for example, <clears throat> let's say there's, you know, um, ABC Life Coach, right? She's, she's a home-based coach and she's gotten started. She's had a few clients and now she's going to set up her Google listing. So in a case like that, would you just say that you are a life coach or do you be more specific to like who exactly you help? How do you set yourself up on Google to be really, I guess, clear about what you do? Yes, that's a great question. So Google has over 3000 different categories of businesses that you can choose from. So you can choose from one to 10. So you could choose up to 10 of those different categories. I suggest no more than three because you don't want to kind of give it too much information. And then you can actually select like business coach. There's different categories that you can choose from. So I would first set your categories. Second, you can also add products or services. So depending on whether you're product-based or service-based, you can actually add those in. And so maybe you put in your coaching packages if you want to do that. And you don't have to list a price. You can list a price. You can do a starting from price. Um, You can do a range, all of those things. So it's really pretty flexible with that. And then the other thing that you want to do is in your description, you want to make sure that you're expressing exactly who you work with. So that's going to be a really important thing for coaches and also working those keywords that your ideal client is, is looking for, you know? So if you're, I just was working with an astrology coach, like, no, an astrology career coach. So that's a very, very specific term. So there was a lot of keyword research that went into figuring out what her ideal client is really searching for and then formulating that into that description. Okay. Wow. That's, that's deep right there. And I could see why they would want to reach out and have you help them. (laughs) Yeah. Especially that part, because that's, that's such an important piece that I know so many people struggle with is determining what people are searching for. I think sometimes as business owners, we're so close to what we're doing that Mm -hmm. we think, oh, well, they would just search this. But in reality, like you said, they're not searching up passive income. They're searching up, how do I make extra money in my spare time? Something very Uh, you know, oblong, like uh, obscure compared to what I'm thinking. Oh, passive income, right? Everybody knows what passive income is, but they don't. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's really fascinating. And you're right on about that. Like, I know that is a, that is a huge struggle. So where would people find you if they want help setting this up? Sure. They can go to our website, which is tdm-marketing.com. And just so you know what it stands for, it stands for the determined mom. Um, so tdm-marketing.com and tell everybody about your podcast. Yeah. So I have a podcast called the determined mom show and Lindsay was just a guest. So you may listen to that episode. It was a great episode and I'm sure you all know that her expertise is amazing and her story is amazing. So that was a great episode. Um, it is basically a podcast geared towards marketing, parenting, life, everything for mom business owners. So um, that focus is really on, you know, helping grow. And I kind of pick the topics based on the things that I'm interested in, because I'm 
you know, like <laughs> I want to, you know, listen, I want to hear from people like you, you know, um, on your expertise. So I think it's a really important, um, important thing to, to note. I understand. That's a lot of the times I get people on my show too, that I'm like, Oh, that sounds like an interesting topic. I'd like to learn more. And yeah, <laughs> you're in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I understand. Well, thank you so much. This has been just an amazing wealth of knowledge. And we didn't even really, I think we just scratched the surface with what you're capable of and what Google's capable of. Um, so it's, you know, I don't want to overwhelm people because that was a lot of good information. I feel like I need to go back when I'm in edit and take notes because it's like some key things there I want to write down. <laughs> yes, there's so much more. And I am excited to be able to share that with your audience. Well, thanks. I appreciate you very much. And uh, if you have any last words of wisdom for anybody who's just getting started, um, if you could just leave us with a little inspiration, that'd be great. Yeah. So my last words about Google business profile is that you should at least claim it or create it today. And the sooner you get started, the better, because you're going to be able to start giving Google those signals. And if you're in doubt, just go in and click every single thing and fill it out. Okay. Actually, I just thought of one other question and it pertains Mm -hmm. to me, but it might be helpful for other people. So I'm going to ask. Okay. So my my podcast is the Passive Income Examiner, but my LLC is LS Enterprises. It's Mm -hmm. totally different because it's like my marketing agency. So would I put my business listing out as my agency or as my podcast name? Which one do you want to share? Like, which one are you, I guess for me, the question would be, which one are you trying to make money from? Well, my coaching, which is essentially, they kind of all go together. I guess that's why mm-hmm. I'm asking. And that's kind of I'm yeah. thinking, I bet there's other people who did this, who like, who maybe started one way and then switched gears and their main brand is over here, but then they run everything through this other company and they can get kind of convoluted, especially when we are, you know, small business owners just getting started. Right. How do you usually yeah. recommend, like, should it just be Lindsay Sutherland coaching? Like, does it need to be tied to your URL? I guess that's my main question. That is a great question. I actually experienced that myself because I started out as the determined mom. And then um, I had a a lot of men asking if they could still work with me and because they weren't moms. (laughs) So they were a little like, they were a little like, "Mm, can I still work with you? I'm not a mom. But so that's why we switched to TDM marketing. And when we did that, we had to like rename everything, you know? So now the listing is TDM marketing, but I still share things from the podcast on my listing. So that is a really important thing, you know, to do because you can have one listing for both of those things and post about them and share about them and that kind of thing. As long as it's in that same niche, I will say, like yours is definitely, you know, your coaching and your podcast are very aligned. So I would say you could do it as, you know, You could even do it as Lindsay Sutherland coaching or anything like that. It doesn't have to be tied to your LLC. Okay, great. Thanks for clarifying that. All right. Well, good deal. Everybody go meet Amanda and listen to her podcast because it's a good one and um, definitely reach out. We're going to link everything in the show notes, of course. And uh, in closing, basically, Amanda, I just want to say thank you so much. You've been a great guest. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. 
If you like mommy so, leave a review. Thank you so much for being a loyal listener. I am truly grateful for you. And if this podcast has inspired you in any way, head over to iTunes and leave a written review. I would appreciate it so much. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for helping to spread the word by sharing this show with your friends.